Hello and welcome to the I Disagree podcast with Jordan Coburn and uh, Steve Shastic. There we go. Welcome everyone. This is episode two. Today we welcome a very, very funny guest, someone that we're super stoked to have on. He is a staple in the San Diego scene, but he also is touring all the time doing shows everywhere on boats even yeah all over all over uh welcome zoltan kazas everybody thank you i didn't know that that's how you pronounce your last name shestick everybody says shustick everybody half my family does that you you haven't even corrected anybody yeah like i said half my family does it i answered either one it's not not even he'll work dying on it that's the one thing i won't be argumentative about i guess that's funny no hard stance on his last name yeah i always said shustick yeah. I was always saying shoe stick. Actually, your last name is also one that I yeah. don't know if I've ever been saying correctly. I in so in if we were in Budapest, Hungary, it's Kasash. Kasash. Yeah. Mm. But no, no idea. Yeah, but then when I started public school in Pittsburgh at the age of 5, my first kindergarten teacher was like, Cassis? And I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess here. That's not how my mom says it, but okay. Yeah, so you're in the kind of then, same boat as me. You just yeah. accepted it. You're like, what? it's not worth correcting people 40 right. times a day. And I, and yeah. I was five. So yeah. I was like, my, my last name got Ellis Island in the public school system. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> you're also white, though. So, well, I guess everyone was white, really, mostly. That was coming over on Ellis Island. Oh, from Island, Ellis. Huh? Yeah, the Ellis Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of Irish, a, yeah. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Cool. That's very cool. Um, everyone says Kazas that I know. So yeah. Kazash. Yeah, what if Kasash. I just start? I'm just going to start throwing that in. Should yeah, we bring it back? Up on anything? Yeah. yeah Zoltan <laughs> Ta- Tomas Kazash. And then yeah. I go up and just talk like this. It'd be really weird. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Uh, well, Zoltan has a pretty cool backstory that is much less uh, American, I guess, in foundation. Yeah. Yeah. You were born in Budapest. Yeah, I was born in Budapest in 87. And I moved, my mom and I moved to the United States in 91. We actually landed in New York City on the 4th of July, 91. Uh, Fuck so yeah. That's, that's... Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that's our anniversary for being, you know, for coming to the country. And, um, but yeah, I was there. Uh, I was on the streets in Budapest when communism fell. Um, wow. It happened in uh, 90 or 89. I was two years old. It's my earliest memory. Uh, I just remember everyone was on the sidewalks. I was there with my mom and my uncle. And maybe some other family members, and the streets were bare, and everyone was on the sidewalks. And then when I told that to my mom later, she was like, "Oh, yeah, we, what we were watching was the Russians move out all their military vehicles because wow. communism has, had just fallen." And I don't remember that shockingly enough. I don't remember big tanks being moved out right. or anything, but but the barrenness. Yeah, just everybody on the sidewalks, no cars on the streets, and that's all I remember. So what what brought your family over? It wasn't you weren't seeking asylum or anything like no, that. No, no, right? it wasn't like that. My mom got married to a Hungarian American. He had dual citizenship, and then we moved to the U.S because of that she got married uh the marriage did not work out (laughs) after seven months it didn't work out so we were going to move back home Mm -hmm. and before we moved back home my mom met this other hungarian lady in pittsburgh big hungarian community in pittsburgh pennsylvania and she came from money and she offered my mom a job as a live-in housekeeper in this rich neighborhood and she's like yeah maybe so we went back to hungary for two weeks and then my mom realized that there wasn't really much opportunity there for us. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm going to take this job. So then we moved back to the United States after a little two-week vacation. Yeah. And then she so this was when you were like five? Job. Yeah. So I was four or five. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And do you remember any – so at this point it's like – was there like a rebuilding that was happening there? Well, it was – It was fresh, it was, huh? Yeah. It was becoming capitalist as far as I can tell, uh-huh. which uh, has not worked for them – 
uh, you know, capitalism works if uh, if you have a product, mm-hmm. but they're they don't have one. Right. <laughs> that uh, their product is tourism, which when that's your only product, it's a little you know it's very wonky. Yeah, so, especially if any yeah. sort of like civil unrest or any various right. issues start occurring. Right, and then my yeah. mom still talks to you know friends and family over there, skypes with them all the time, and there's outright ageism over there. Hmm. Like you can't, uh, they'll flat out tell you you're too old. We won't hire you. Wow. And that's not illegal. That's not something can you can. Yeah, that. you can sue. You can't sue for that, is what I'm saying. They can just do that, and you're like, you can't work here. Uh, you're too old, and we just want young people. And uh, it's you know, it's very tough over there. Interesting. Yeah. Why? Why do you think that mentality hasn't been like morphed into a more? I guess some 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 countries just litigate more than others. Like right. The U.S. does. Yeah, we lot. don't. We don't have a lot of that for whatever reason. And now the uh, the prime minister over there. Victor Orban, he's like, uh, so if you got like, if you don't like Trump, if you think Trump is pretty right wing and insane, uh, Victor Orban will guy, make yeah. this dude look like uh, like a moderate. Wow, he's insane. And wow. so like, I had no idea. I, yeah. I know a little bit about that. I know that name. So he's, he's I should know that, and I do not know that at all. He's very uh, very right wing Christian, right? And yeah, it's, very it's, religious. It's a lot of religious persecution. Very, and, yeah. So I didn't even know about this guy until he got into the news because of all those Syrian refugees. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get. To, <laughs> this is where I'm going to sound dumb. They were trying to, if I hadn't already, but nope. uh, <laughs> doing great. <laughs> they were trying to get to another country, but they had to go through Hungary. And yes. Okay. Yes. And Orban wouldn't allow it. He, wow. And they weren't. Even, he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to let these, you know, criminals. He's labeling them mm-hmm. all this sort of, Same you know, kind of, yeah, kind of Trumpy talk, right? And uh, and they're like, we're not even trying to be in your country. We just got to get through here because you're in between uh, a place that will give us asylum. Were and they, he were they traveling on foot or no? It was on train. Okay. So well, they don't even step foot in the country. Just <laughs> no, let no, the train yeah. go. They, they weren't even gonna walk, but he, oh they they God. cut the tracks or they didn't cut the tracks, but they put up walls, wow. walls, you know, and uh, and they didn't allow it. So that's when I first found out about him. And then I was asking my mom about him, and my mom had been talking to people back home, and my mom's like, "Yeah, like this guy makes Trump look reasonable. He's like insane." So there's this like real uh, conservative right wing push, not just here. It's happening obviously in the UK, but not just mm-hmm. in the UK and the United States. States, uh, down in uh, down in South America, Philippines. Mm-hmm. Philippines is like a lot of people don't realize it's a very religious country. Mm-hmm. You know, like very you can't Catholic. just be yeah, you can't just be gay over there. Like right. that's, they're not cool about that. And um, and Hungary, yeah, we get so comfortable in all of the privileges we have here as Americans, and we should maintain I, yeah. them as rights. I strongly Absolutely. believe that. But but yeah, even when you were talking about ageism, you know, yeah. it's like. Have, I said litigation instead of first saying rights because it's like that should be a right. You should not right. be able to. Uh, to they do should that. at least lie to you and go, "We're not not hiring you because you're old." But yeah, yeah, right. there should be at least a level right. of shame, <laughs> a level of shame behind it. Right? Yeah. No, but they're pretty open about it. They're like, "You're too old for this job. And you're that's out." It. Yeah. You're oh out. my god. But yeah, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I have my grandpa. And other conservative people in my family maintain a lot of um, the position of something being a privilege versus being a right. Right. And I try to be intentional with that. But it re- mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it is that globally, it's a huge privilege what sure. we have in the U.S. You know, it's still, you know, as uh, as 
you know, as crazy as as it is now, it's still the best place to be, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can make the arguments, oh, go live in France. Yeah, go learn French <laughs> and figure that out. Uh, I think that's a little harder than dealing with what's going on here today. Yeah. yeah. Says a straight white sister male. <laughs> this is, you know, this is a this is safe space with Steve here. Uh, yeah, he's, he's the epitome of a straight white male, and, yeah. and he's 50% of this podcast, so. Yeah. I'm, by the way, I'm all for uh, the backlash you against straight white males as long as uh we give people that grew up poor with a single parent household some slack because that's me yeah. yeah i'm totally cool if you only yes. give one straight white guy a job just have it be me <laughs> don't hire anybody else and i'm good with that i'm I very know. selfish isn't that how everyone feels yeah. about yeah. things yeah. at the end of the day though mm-hmm. that's that was... how i feel about taxes guns like i don't want to pay any taxes but you guys all should <laughs> uh, i'm okay like i don't have a gun and i'm kind of scared of them but i think i'm Same. the only one that should be allowed to have one because right. i know me and I don't yeah. know any of you. It's you don't, like, think, it's you don't a, think you're too skittish for one? That's my Oh, fear. absolutely. I feel like I'm yeah. way too skittish for that shit. You think like, you'd accidentally blow your It would off. not be accident. I, I would just shoot someone. I'd feel immensely oh, remorseful you, afterwards. Yeah. But yeah, I'd probably be like, oh, that person's going to kill me. This is on purpose. And I thought then, you were saying you just... Oh, oh I, no, 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 I no. I stubbed no. my toe yesterday and then punched my fridge. That's not <laughs> what a gun owner should yeah. be. Like, that's not who that should be. Yeah, that's I don't I, have the reserve judgment necessary to right. have a gun. Well, this is a perfect transition. If you're comfortable, how would you identify politically in general? I, uh, moderate lean left, mm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not like a hard left, but I like Bernie. And mm. he's hard left. Yeah. Right? Is he your guy? I He's my pick. He's my guy. Uh, he's my guy. I don't like Biden seems, uh, I don't know. I don't, I've never liked vice presidents. <laughs> it just seems like just so freeloaders. Yeah, so second placey. <laughs> so second placey. You know, yeah. it's like if you meet someone that won silver in the Olympics, you're like, all right. <laughs> you know, what, you want a discount? Get out of here. <laughs> I'm a gold or nothing. And yeah. it's yeah, a very Biden, American attitude. Yeah, Biden is so, and that's all. It's not just him, but all yeah. vice presidents. Pence, so second placey. Yeah, <laughs> I like that too because it's not even like they also ran. They were chosen for that position, yeah. but yeah. we're still gonna treat him as yeah, second placey. Yeah. We didn't vote for him. I don't even know what the vice president does. I know. Unless the the top one dies, I don't know what you do. <laughs> yeah. Is the deciding vote in a tie in the Senate? And I think that's about it. That right? needs yeah. like a they simple majority. They send him out to like cut the ribbon on a new like Froyo shop. Yeah. Like that's yeah. all they do. They, yeah. like Ivanka's yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a ceremonial position. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. I, again, though, maybe that's because of my ignorance, but I really don't think they do too much either outside of like so. a queen-like position or right. something. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Bernie, are you the type that has, because, like, I have family members who are like, I would either vote for Bernie or Trump and, like, no really? other options. Oh, because they, they really don't want any political money in there. Well, okay. the, the whole establishment idea. There was a whole Atlantic article about that during the 2016 primaries yeah. that said uh, Bernie supporters and Trump supporters actually have more in common than they think yeah. Yes, because they like them for essentially the same right. reasons. The They're populism. Just, yeah. Well, yeah. How yeah. many Trump supporters in the last election were originally Bernie voters that were pissed off because they felt they got checked? Did, did they yeah. ever, did oh, they ever I'm not sure. I feel I like somebody probably did a study on that. But do you, do you know anything about that? That's such a hard swing I, to the other side, but I guess yeah. maybe not. I the think Atlantic a, smart, they wrote about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of Hillary supporters would like you to believe that's the case because uh-huh. they love coming out right now saying, and now Warren supporters and stuff, yeah. just saying that Bernie bros are the bane of all existence and they come from Trump uh-huh. or vice versa. How? They go to Trump. Because they're men? I think it's a lot of sexism, honestly. Yes. Uh-huh. 
on the I like but on the Bernie Bros or the people calling them out? I think on people calling them out. I think they assume that because I've seen so much like vitriol just spewed at men, which I mean, don't get me wrong. Dude. <laughs> I'm a fucking college educated feminist. Yeah. Sure. And we are Kent, and we are but, to be fair, we're fucking idiots. So Yeah. We deserve but, some of it. But I do feel like some of it is so extreme, like the disdain that there is for men in general, because they're so upset about Hillary not winning, right. and they blame so much of that on toxic masculinity, and they think I voted that- for. Yeah, yeah, right. That's yeah. the thing. It's like, I really fail to see- Were you they, happy about that vote, though? No. Yeah. I, here's the right, thing. But, I you, like, but you do it because- yeah, yeah. Before I bury uh, Hillary, let me say it's not a sexist thing, and my reasoning is I like Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. I'm not against her, mm-hmm. uh, I, and the reason- I, I I like her and dislike Hillary as I've listened to both of them talk and one sounds phony and the other sounds genuine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Warren sounds genuine. I believe she says what she means. See, I would disagree with that, but that's a point okay. for another topic. Or All right, podcast, but, but, but I, when I listen to Hillary talk, I go, I don't think she even knows what she's saying, uh-huh. mm-hmm. let alone believe it. I, yeah. Maybe it's because I do. I talk for a living and I kind of like to mm. feel like that person believes what they're saying. That person's just talking. You know, and I'd like to know that I I think that I can tell the difference. But, uh, yeah. So yeah. I would vote for – first of all, I'm going to vote for whoever the blue picks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my top pick is uh, Bernie. Mm-hmm. Second, Warren. Fuck yeah. Uh, third, Biden, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm I don't, with you I, on once, one and After two. those top three, I don't like Buttigieg and the others. I don't really know them from – like unless they came in here with a name tag on, I wouldn't know them from anybody. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on one and two for sure, which is ironic because I'm getting so much shit for coming out as a Bernie supporter, and I think that's why I have so many – annoyingly nuanced opinions about this but yeah but they think they think it's a sexist thing to support bernie over warren they think i Mm. am i haven't i'm suffering from internalized misogyny is what i've been told why is it that if you disagree with somebody you have something internally wrong with you because it's such a fucking checkmate uh-huh. of a thing to say to yeah, someone. It's also, like, you can't even, you're so, so you're, fucked up, you, you can't even see straight. Com- yeah, you're a completed person. Mm-hmm. And you're obviously thinking with all your brain cells and whatever childhood traumas you've had, you've overcome them with therapy. And because I don't happen to agree with you, I have something wrong with me, like in my uh, Psyche. Like structure. Yeah. Yes. Isn't and that I, a crazy thing to say? It's insane. It's so crazy. It's, it's also and complete horseshit, too, because I guarantee, course, yeah, I guarantee you in 20. In 2024, all the same people that are giving you grief right now, if Nikki Haley is the Republican nominee, they're not going to support her because she's a woman. Yeah. It's, it's complete hypocrisy and bullshit. Right. Nikki you, Haley. I know that name, but I can't name the... She, she was, was the she's a UN, uh, UN yeah. secretary under the Trump and then administration. She, and then she, she oh, left, right. presumably, yeah, yeah. She was to big, run. Before right. that, she was the governor of North Carolina or South Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about now. I don't know, actually. Yeah, she's the I governor of one of the Carolinas, I believe. She's a Sikh, I think. Really? I think so. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Cool. I believe. I could be completely wrong. Again, uh, this will be not the last time we mention this on this podcast, guys tuning in, but we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. So. I got to tell you what a nice relief it is to be on a podcast where I don't have to sit here and pretend like I know what the fuck I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about all the time. Oh, I'm, I'm well, the other one is I did one episode of, of Mueller and uh, uh, I, I put a joke in there from my act where I was like making fun of like people that didn't evacuate from hurricanes yes, from the yes. park. And like people got upset. Zoltan, yeah. you should have oh, fucking. Oh. Steve was on the podcast a couple days ago. Oh, and they buried him. Re- re- they were buried too. him on yeah. Twitter. Yes. What did so you say? So hard. I, I mean, listen. I've listened to it two or three times, and it's 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 not the easiest thing to be like critical of yourself and sure. evaluate your. Um, but just listening to it, trying to be 
objective. I thought it was an agreeable conversation. Like, we made a mistake up top on introducing the fact that mm-hmm. I haven't really been following impeachment. So this is kind of be like, Jordan explains impeachment to a dude who hasn't been paying attention. Because right. that's kind of what we <laughs> talked about funny. beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we didn't really explain that well enough up front. So no. a lot of a lot of the criticism criticism we got was fair it's like oh, i don't I, I i don't need an update and it's boring ah. listen and that's perfectly yeah. fair because these are people that are like watching every well, day well that's yeah. a more neutral version i just pulled up the post of all <laughs> of the bitches and i was gonna <laughs> bitches yeah. as in not, not the people but this the complaints is... there are, there are people that were just upset that he wasn't someone that was like exactly like us honestly yeah. that's how it feels is right. is we didn't bring we Another have... person on that was like a member of the echo chamber, and because of mm. that, it was profoundly upsetting to them. To be fair, a lot of people were really nice too. Yes, yeah. they were. So yeah, many... but we scroll past those comments. Yeah, that's not as exciting. <laughs> Five stars. Right. Yeah, where's a good one star one yeah. that I can keep get me mad from about sleeping tonight? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, someone said you were great, Jordan. Maybe <laughs> I had to throw that part. I could have omitted that part, but I kept <laughs> it. But I kept it. You were great, Jordan. Maybe put a trigger warning because he was a disaster. <laughs> you seemed a bit surprised at the depth of his inappropriateness, but once on stage, once started, you were very professional. Maybe you shouldn't have posted it once you knew. I still love you, though. It's just trigger nice, warning. but a trigger warning. Like, Are, do people like uh, when you know when people go this needed a tr- trigger warning? Does that mean they suffer from like a lot of anxiety and stuff, and like this episode that, ruined their day? That was the, I think the so. original. I that think that's truly means? what they feel. Yeah, oh, the okay. original intent behind a trigger warning would be like uh, you can turn it off, right? Like once a podcast starts, there's a pause. Yes. I sometimes pause episodes I like just because I got to go do something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. a lot of people did do that. A lot of people said that they were like, "I just had to turn this off." It's but it's fine. like, but yeah. my thing is like. You're trying to tell me that you really live in a world where you walk around and everyone you talk to believes every fucking thing that you think, yeah. and that's how you would rather it be. You don't want to even like hear somebody that thinks differently, right. mm-hmm. who is willing to talk about it, which he was. Yeah. They truly are saying they would rather just not even hear it, and yeah. it's like, that's a, th- know your enemy, and he's not even an enemy. Yeah. No, he's not even an uh, It shouldn't be teams, but like I vote blue on everything. And uh, I really don't like my side. Like, <laughs> I don't like. I think the other side's more fun. Like I prefer hanging <laughs> out with them. Our side's a bummer. They're That's just true. mean and and smug. They're so smug. Like we get it. I agree with you. I listen to talking points that I agree with, but just in the way you say it, makes yeah. me wish I didn't. Yeah. Yes, genuinely makes me wish I didn't. I know exactly you're giving mean. our points that I agree with a bad name just look in the mirror and really look into yourself and go you're not that special Mm -hmm. you're not that much smarter than the person you're disagreeing with Mm -hmm. and now talk yeah you know yes try to be likable Mm -hmm. yeah sometimes it fucks me up in the head because of the way that things are presented just in such a exclusive yeah antagonistic honestly they're made to condescending yeah Yeah, like all, all of these things it makes me wonder like how could it be any other way that there, you know, it makes so much sense that there's a whole other side that fucking hates us yeah. so much. And then, like, are they, how wrong really are they they're if their experience is having people on our side be like that to them? Right. And, but then you can't, and ergo, the beginnings of this podcast. <laughs> 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 it's, yeah. Well, yeah. that's, a, that's a good thing that you guys are doing it. But yes, yeah, you're it's allowed har- to disagree. Totally. And it, but it is kind of hard to find. It's hard to find comics, I feel, that are like truly that on a different side of the spectrum, at least yeah. on like a variety of topics. But yeah. it's nice because we can find topics that, you know, we can disagree on yeah. um, for the time being, at least. 
And I imagine there's probably going to be episodes where we don't really have a disagreement. Yeah. But hopefully that'll be interesting too. We'll yeah. I mean, and I, I can always be the heel too and just, you know, Steve <laughs> make really, up shit. Steve really. I'm like wondering what your childhood was like. You have a real thing for enjoying being hated on by everyone. <laughs> Until you're, just, you're like, a, you're like a, almost like a troll or something. Nah, no. not really. Okay. No, not really. Yes. Yeah, is a little it? bit. Yes. Yeah. Do, do you like it? Uh,. He signed off on the Mueller Shred episode by going Trump 2020. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but you did that to like prod the to poke him because you know yeah. who listens. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, I thought if you listened to the hour conversation leading up leading up to that, it's pretty clear that I was just being a yeah. clown. You know, right. like I oh, didn't yeah. really. The people get upset about that. Yeah, right. You can't even joke about. Yeah. It's not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. Like, it's I, really I, not I, fun. I can't even watch. Uh, you know, even news channels that talk about things I agree with. It's mm-hmm. just like CNN. This one stuck in my head. Do you remember when uh, this wasn't that long ago? But Trump called the impeachment hearings a, a witch trial. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like a, a, yeah. 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 Wor- and, worse than this. Yeah. Witch trial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is worse than a witch trial. So that night, <laughs> CNN brought the mayor on from Salem, Massachusetts. Jesus Christ. To st- and I went, are you out loud to nobody in my house? Uh-huh. I yelled, are you kidding, Blake? Are you yeah. shitting in my face right now? Yeah. What? Yeah. You brought on yes. the mayor of – what was she – she wasn't doing anything that day where he – I don't even know who the mayor of Salem Mass. No one knows. Yeah. The person that is the mayor doesn't yeah. even know they're the mayor. It's a tiny place, all right? Uh-huh. They had to inform that person, hey, <laughs> by the way, we elected you back in November – CNN's calling because Trump mentioned you, and now they're gonna you, you go be offended. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> yes, they literally get paid to get yeah. to go. Oh my it god! So I mean, I understand this. This is ugh. why conservatives hate the news media, though. It's, yes. it's that kind of shit. Like, I know they like, have Fox News does the same thing. They, they do. Yeah, they, they totally true. do. But that being said, like Fox News. On the on the right you have Fox News and on the left you have CNN, NBC, CBS, ABC, yeah, New York Times, Washington. Yeah, yeah. So right. It's it a point. It's like, eh. so yeah. Where did, I, you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to sit down and either have a drink with like that Kumo guy. Oh yeah, Kumo. Cuomo. 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 Chris Cuomo. Oh, Fredo. The man with like or, or the doll face. Even uh, uh, Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Yes. Or. Love to have a drink with like Hannity uh-huh. or one of like the Fox guys. Yep. And just off the record, I don't care if it has to be in a padded room like this, <laughs> no cell phones. I'd be like, hey, man. How much of this is bullshit? No, no, no. It, not even that. Because uh, I know they know. Uh-huh. My, my question is, where do you get the news? Mm. Where, where do you get the news news? Oh, like the yeah. news without, before you guys put your filter on it. Right. Where do you just get the news? Like if you're about to break a yeah. story, what Because that's what source? I'm interested in. I yeah. would love that source. Yeah. And honestly, once I found it, I'd probably be bored. And like, <laughs> I'd probably need someone to tell me how to feel about this. But yeah. like, <laughs> for a week, for a week, I would just like the raw data and yeah. see how I process it. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's, that's a great thing to ponder too. And it is to your point where you were going, like how much of this do you actually believe? Mm-hmm. I ask that question more and more every day on both sides of the aisle because, mm-hmm. like you said, when they're doing shit like bringing on the mayor of Salem, trying yeah, he's trying said, to feign any sort of sincerity of like caring about this, yeah. yeah, it's like how how much of this is like the mission statement of our network is to completely <laughs> piss the fuck off anybody Half that the country, yes, just to poke the bear. right, and then yeah, I remember we went to the Politico, which is like a what it sounds like, it's just like a or conference. Politicon, of, you mean? Oh yeah, sorry, Politicon uh-huh. and. It's a bunch of, uh, like pundits basically, and it's, it's like Comic Con for exactly, exactly. Talkies. But yeah, talkies. but talkies, <laughs> yeah. but but talkies, not like actual politicians, uh-huh. like right. not policymakers, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, there's a lot of former policymakers that wind up being there because those are the people that wind up going on stuff like CNN and whatever. But yeah. there's like 
we got um we got into one of the the like holding areas for the talent because mm-hmm. we were there for Mueller. She wrote yeah. and we're watching people from Fox News chumming it up with people from MSNBC and the Young Turks, yeah. just who you would perceive to be mortal enemies. They're not, and they're not and at all. I actually all. like that. Yeah, I mean, I have a mixed reaction to it because at first it's kind of like, wait, what the fuck? It's peek behind the this curtain. Is... You're like, oh, it's all bullshit. Yes. You know what it is. And then it pisses me off because it's like, do you guys know the division that you're causing? No, no, not just that. The mm-hmm. division that you're causing, but I grew up a pro wrestling fan, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. And back in the day, in the 80s and before, like a, like if you and I were good guy, bad guy wrestlers, we wouldn't be in the same room talking in public. Mm, okay. We had to keep Maintain up appearances out there. Because yes. if that ever found, got found out, it right. would hurt ticket sales. Ah. So How is that different That's from so today's true. news? That's so mm. true. If, that, if there was some kind of viral video of the Young Turks, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, just like group high-fiving, having beers, doing shots, that would really hurt their ratings mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. I, I believe so it would kill mm-hmm. the business to use a pro wrestling term here uh-huh. and uh yeah i yeah. think so too yeah. and that is the issue right now which is media 100 percent is a business yeah. it's entertainment yeah and talking about the sources that our sources are getting stuff from mm-hmm. if we could just have a streamline directly to some fucking bbc shit i don't know i perceive bbc as being yeah. like more neutral because it some sounds reason. boring it's because they, they have a british it's, accent i was I just gonna like say i just think it's happy. the accents yeah, yeah. i'm like yeah. these people can possibly be <laughs> twisting what they're delivering to yeah, me yeah it's so dry yeah <laughs> like, this has to be the real deal yeah they sound miserable yeah. <laughs> there couldn't be any entertainment like involved here bread with no butter <laughs> i'm like this is this is just real sustenance right yeah but yeah i wish that there was a way for us to just get that direct reporting i guess there's stuff like al jazeera which i know is like a really good source depending on your views i don't know enough about them but well, aren't they state run um not exactly i don't not exactly isn't there an al jazeera usa didn't mm-hmm. they have a channel here yeah there's like so that's I think if you have good cable you can get it if you have good cable. <laughs> i don't i have youtube tv yeah i got rid of my it cable is thing. a state funded broadcaster in cutter yeah but it says Al Jazeera, uh, though referring to the Arabian Peninsula, is a Qatari state-funded broadcaster owned by Al Jazeera Me- Media Network. Initially launched as an Arabic news and current affairs satellite TV channel, Al Jazeera has since expanded into a network with several outlets. I don't know. They seem to have their shit together. I yeah, guess. I'm a little bit. Con- I remember hearing some story about them a couple years ago where they were running some like documentary that was basically, basically Holocaust denial, and of course they're oh, running God. it. Oh God. And I might, I might be overstating Well, now, it. Steve, I have to change my whole opinions. <laughs> well, I, I, and again, I, I, <laughs> I hate be, new I, information. It's so I fucking may, inconvenient. I may be <laughs> overstating that, too. So that might be, yeah. But my understanding at the time is they, they were doing that over there and on their channels in the Middle East. But then on Al Jazeera USA, they, like, cleaned up what they were showing. So they're only showing us what they want us to see. Then they're showing them what they want them to see. So, again, it's just another business, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I could have just made that Selling up. Selling ads. Yeah. Check that. Yeah. I'm sure. They're both, I'm sure you know, we'll get... Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, they're all, they all have Coca-Cola ads. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. Dude, yes. Yeah. The fucking ads MSNBC runs sometimes, like, they'll, like, run Trump ads on right. CNN. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. like yeah. Ooh, fuck. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I've been trying to work this bit out on stage, but I think it's, like, there's nowhere for someone to stand. So, I don't know. I've only done it once and it didn't work. So, I'm assuming that just means it's death. Was it the but, late night at Madhouse? Yeah. Because that doesn't count. We're, we're, yeah, it was late night at Madhouse <laughs> where you just have to do crowd work. Uh-huh. But um, the whole thing is, like, you know, the uh, 
we're supposed to be divided based on political lines, but I think we're really just divided based on money. Because mm-hmm. I think if you're a rich conservative or a rich uh, liberal, you're the same person. Mm-hmm. The only thing you can't agree on is guns and abortion. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you're the same. You said that last week, Jordan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like a rich conservative, they live in a, some gated community mm-hmm. separated from the world. A rich liberal, they live in some gentrified neighborhood where no one can afford the rent. Mm-hmm. So you're both like separating yourself from somebody. I mm-hmm. went to Williamsburg, Brooklyn. It was the whitest place yep. I've ever seen. Yeah. So like fucking if, yuppie. If you would have added in a golf course, I would have thought I was in the middle of Florida. Mm-hmm. All right. Just like a bunch of whiteies walking around. Uh, and this is supposed to be the bastion of diversity blue. and yeah. yeah, of diversity and liberalism. Are you kidding me? Yes. Everyone in here, like the graffiti was ironic. Like you could tell it, it was made by someone who's not like really six troubled. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this isn't real graffiti. This is, you, you graffiti to, has to come from sadness and yeah, struggle. And strife. Yeah, yeah. struggle. And you went to some liberal arts college NYU. that your parents yeah. paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. And it's so. Steve loves this shit. Oh, yeah. But it's true. Yeah. It's not how we vote that's separating us, it's money. Uh, Those people got a lot of it. We don't. But they're like, no, 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 that's not the issue here. How are you voting, red or blue? No, no, no. You guys have a lot of money. We got none. No, that's not the issue. I swear to you it's the issue. (laughs) Yes. It is. Yes, which is why it fucking pisses me off that we can't say shit like, well, I can't say shit like criticizing Hillary for doing speaking engagements where she's making hundreds of thousands of dollars. 250 grand to go talk to the head of banks in Brazil? Yes. And we're going to assume that, listen, I've heard her talk. It's not worth 250. Exactly. Anybody who doesn't think that's clearly just paying for influence is this lying? Lying to themselves. Yeah, you yeah. haven't heard her talk also. Theory. You've That's... heard her read. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. fucking... She's not compelling. No, she's, she's yeah. not. You're like, by the way, <laughs> bless their hearts for having to pay her and listen to it for an hour <laughs> of just, oh, robotic drivel. Good Lord. So she's going to do what we want, right? If she wins the election? God damn. Yes. Yeah. yeah, what, yeah. Could, what could she possibly... Unless, like, during that hour speech, she's giving like the coordinates to bury treasure then what <laughs> well, how could that possibly be worth 250 yeah. unless Dude, it's it's money it's yeah. all money like i'm a uh last year was the most money i've ever made fuck yeah congratulations yeah, great congrats huh? congratulations oh yeah yeah so, so well good. deserved i'm a uh i'm a bank of america preferred member what Ooh. that means is i have enough money to go swipe my credit card my debit card in any i can go to chase I can go to like that shady one that looks like it doesn't even work. Yeah, yeah. So that's why, and they, uh, they pay fees back are off. The, month. Yeah. the fees are off. But that just happened. So the for I've had a Bank of America since 2003. So for the first 15 or so years, uh, they would charge me for not having enough money. Every month they would charge me $12 because I didn't have enough money. And now they're like, you have so much money. You can go swipe your debit card in like a homeless dude's spokes of his bike and, <laughs> and we won't charge you. And I'm like, this is so ass backwards. Yes. But at the same point, I'm not turning any of it down. Of course. Like yeah. the tax breaks you're talking no, about. No, yeah. I didn't turn any of it down, but yeah. I'm like, it's poison. Mm-hmm. It's poison. Like I was such a nicer person when I made 20 grand a year. 20 grand a year, I was giving to homeless. Yeah, you got real was... dick energy now, Zoltan. Yeah, no, I do. 20 you grand don't. a year, I was like two paychecks away from being homeless, right? When you you're making 20 grand a year you're two paychecks for it yeah and then now i make the amount of money where i walk down the street i'm like all these homeless people are in my way (laughs) i paid for these streets (laughs) these are my tax dollars and it's i paid less this year but that's no matter (laughs) 20 percent less (laughs) thanks to dictator trump but it's uh, i don't know i think money's poison and we don't talk about it 
Because capitalism has caused so much success and growth, Mm -hmm. but it's like the last round of Monopoly. Mm -hmm. There's one guy with all the cards, one person who's hanging on, and the other two players are homeless. And it's a painfully slow demise. Yeah. And we're supposed to be in a hot year. Or a hot couple of years, the economy is supposed to be killing. Yeah, tell all those people living in the streets. Yeah. Can you imagine telling them, going, like, it's a real bummer you're living outside because everyone's killing it. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if things were really bad. Like, yeah. Where would you be? You yeah. know? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to get to our main event topic because I think we're going to talk a lot about capitalism versus socialism. Okay. Um, since the premise of this podcast is to disagree on some things, I feel like we should move into our next segment where okay. uh, we have trivial arguments and pretend like we disagree with each other in in, in profound ways um so this this shit's real yeah yeah this next segment everybody uh are topics that are brought to us by you the patrons if you're not a patron you can check us out at patreon.com slash the i disagree podcast i forget the the is in front fuck do you remember it's the second episode yeah (laughs) yeah this is true i mean if you google i disagree patreon you'll find it out but you shouldn't have to do that uh anyways Become a patron today, guys. <laughs> and one of the perks of being a patron uh, is that you can send in some of the topics for the warm-up round. Yes. So, <clears throat> All right, so let's get to it. Our next segment, the warm-up. So, um, like I was saying, if you are a patron to the I Disagree podcast on Patreon, uh, then one of the perks of that is that you can send in some of the warm-up questions that we do. So this week, uh, we got some good suggestions from a patron named Eric Mickelson. Thanks, Eric. Thank you, Eric. Shout out. Shout out to Eric Mickelson. Uh, our first one, uh, floss before or after brushing your teeth. Mm, easy. I'd be surprised if we disagree on this. Yeah, I'd be too. Before. Who to go yeah, yeah, I, yeah, 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 right? For sure before. Before? After. What the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> you just being a... Uh, yeah. yeah, you're just taking the other stuff. <laughs> no, it's okay. We don't have to feign you ever arguing. You ever brush not... I mean, you ever floss, not brush, and then just mouthwash and run out? Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I never will not do... If I don't do anything, it will be all the rest of the steps. Yeah. So I would floss really? and go to bed. Yeah, I think really th- this, oh, okay. is, this yeah, is a false premise because really, who fucking flosses? If we're I being do. honest. Do I you do, really? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Fucking, you guys actually floss oh, every yeah. day. Yeah, I got good... Yeah. I guess I'm the heathen, huh? Well, yeah. I had a traumatizing dentist experience where they were like, your gums are going away, all of them. <laughs> and going they, away? And they, yes. <laughs> and they made me like... They like showed me on a fucking iPad how all of my gums were receding. It wasn't even my own gums; it was their own generated CG. Right? Fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. All fear mongering. I realize now in hindsight. It was the age app on your gums. <laughs> yeah. You're like, look at this. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they did like a laser treatment where they literally like singed off like Ooh. my gums. Could you smell it? Yes. Really? What? Every on every quadrant of my mouth and it cost like five thousand dollars and they told me that it was so necessary because I had like such advanced stage like ah, gingivitis or whatever. And then Oh oh they were singeing off the How gingivitis. Old were you? That's what they said. <laughs> Way too old. Well, I because would, I fell because now. I fell yeah, for some I'm, shit. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Oh, well, it I was like, like I was like 23. I was yeah. Uh, yeah. I was uh. I still haven't decided yet if I was really like fucked over or if it actually was that bad. Right. My inclinations are that I was fucked over, but the point is, sorry, I'm such a fucking narcissist. Floss. Yeah, my always I always floss. And you always floss too. Because yeah, if that I was true, floss, then I always floss. You know, once the money's gone, mm-hmm. just tell yourself you needed it. Yeah. What's the point That's of true. like spewing? Ah, I got screwed on that. Yeah. yeah. No, I really needed. That's it. true. <laughs> you know, it's the easiest part about that. It was my dad's money. 
get. Uh, it wasn't even your five grand. <laughs> he thinks about it before he goes I'm to like, bed every night. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, did my daughter need that? Yeah. I'm like, Dad, my mouth is melting away at, at very fast rates. Did he, did, <laughs> so please help. I need $5,000. Did, did he give you a, like a, a talking to? Like, what the fuck have you been eating, young lady? No, no, what no. What is going on No, here? he was like, I think you're getting shafted by these people. Uh, and I'm having a really big moral dilemma here <laughs> on whether, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, no, I trust them. Yeah. Anyway, I did floss you every day it? now. Did you Google that? I Googled uh, it. I procedure? Go- I did. And I saw that there's like a really high potential for like patient abuse there ah. because it's so expensive and it's so yeah. easy to say that you need it. One time I think they Anyways. filled a cavity that I don't think was Ooh, a cavity. Ooh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Did like it- the dentist I have now, I trust. I've had him for 10 years. But the guy I had before that, because I never get cavities. Yeah. Very rarely. Right. And you take great care of your teeth. Yeah, I yeah. brush a lot, and I have good teeth, so whatever. But this one, uh, I was like in high school, and I never got cavities in either. And this guy came in. I just had the x-rays done, nothing. And he comes in. You know how like the dentist comes in after the hygienist? Yeah. He looked in my mouth for half a second with his little poke. He goes, ah, there's a cavity right there. Those fucking and pretentious then, assholes. And I'm like, you didn't even dig a little. <laughs> he didn't even dig. He just go, oh, yeah, right there. And then, <laughs> they just, then they just charged my mom, you know, because it was in high school, so my mom put yeah. the bill on that. And I'm like, I don't trust that Did guy. they even numb you? Uh, no, because they said it wasn't deep. Oh, sure. So I don't even know they Sure it's it. not. It was yeah. a fucking piece of spinach is what it was. Yeah, they just fired up the old drill. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Asked me a couple questions. You're good to go. You feel okay? I like yeah. that he didn't even commit to the bit by like tinkering around a little no, bit. No, he didn't tinker. If you would have tinkered, I would have been like, I guess he found some. Yeah, He dude. just went right to it. And he tapped it, and he goes, yeah, cavity. That's such went, bullshit. Yeah. Like a fucking tooth rain, man. I don't this, <laughs> and I understand the dentist is a level up from the hygienist, but that hygienist had been in my mouth for 30 minutes. <laughs> and she's like, this is impeccable. You're doing great. <laughs> like I was in there for four seconds. Oh. and at the, That might be a, a rounding up. Yeah. And then he goes, good cavity. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. I, I don't guy's believe it. Who knows? <laughs> Probably. And some sick-ass tombstone, because those guys make hell oh, bank, yeah. too. tombstone's made of marble. It's Just other one. people's tooth. <laughs> yeah. All the it's people's teeth he unnecessarily unremoved. It's <laughs> 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 got like a trophy room. It's just grills. <laughs> it's just a bronze uh, Timmy the Tooth. That's his headstone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dentists are sketchy. That's what a sad realization. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's hard to find a good one. I got to get the name of the one you put in. Oh, yeah, up in San Marcos. Uh... Got his name now. <laughs> He's a good guy. He's like a surfer later. guy. He's oh. really cool. He always busts my balls because he goes, "When are you gonna like give me some actual work to do on your mouth?" Because he's never like had to work on me. That's and nice. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know." So you go every six months. Every six months. Hell yeah. And you teeth floss are every day. Yeah, they are. I don't floss every day, but I floss most days. Yeah. Flossing is so easy to do, Steve, especially if you get the little picks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just you just sit there well, and watch I TV. Get, mm-hmm. I get real committed to flossing twice a year for the week after I leave the dentist <laughs> yeah. every year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then I'm into it. Then yeah, yeah. after that week's passed, I'm just like, all right, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. Yeah. yeah. I had one dental hygienist tell me you can skip a day. She goes, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but you can skip a day. Don't skip two, because that's when it solidifies. Oh. And I go, all right. But then once I had that in my head, I started skipping a day. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, wait, did I skip yesterday? No, I'll skip today. And then I'll skip that's multiple days. That's why they're days. not supposed to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's why she was like, I'm not supposed to tell you this. But that's so funny. Some insider information. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, Steve, you do it before as well, then. We're all in accordance on that? Yes. Good. Yes. Okay. Still friends. What's next? Um, let's see, going through here. Some more from Eric Mickelson. Uh, this one might be a good one. Uh, I don't really have a frame of reference on this either way. Uh, but 
Maybe you do, Jordan. Clasp bra in front and rotate or clasp in back? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I can't even picture what that means. Maybe. I guess that that is – I imagine men would have a different opinion than women on that. I like the front ones. I always, easier to take easier off. Easier to take oh, off. Oh, you, you mean the, yeah. kind of, the, the kind that yeah, attaches yeah. You just grab both of them in the front and you do a – I'm pulling this down, pulling that up. Yes. Up and easy. The one in the back. <laughs> up and easy. I used to be good at it Yeah, the, the Ted Danza one-hander? Yeah. yeah. I used to be oh. great at that. Really? I lost my touch. The first bra I unclasped was so smooth. Uh, the girl I did it to was like, wow. <laughs> this guy really gets around. Yeah. And I was like, well, that was some magic time. And then we had sex and I proved her wrong. <laughs> but that first initial so quick with the class, I was like, ooh, all right. Look at me. The power of Christ compelled you. Yeah, in that yeah. I've yeah. since gotten worse at it, oddly enough. Yeah. I was Same good with at me, it yeah. at 17, just snapped. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I've never had a I've never had a not awkward taking the bra off moment. I've from never, a from a guy, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I've never had to be like, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I'm sorry. It's like every single time it's like that. Um, personally, I I don't know. The front the front is a weird thing for a woman, I think, because in your in your own privacy, it's very like like I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. Well, which one do you prefer? I guess for it's, yourself, it's easier in the front. But usually bras that have the clasp in the front are as supportive. Ah, same. And I have fucking big ass boobs, mm-hmm. dude. To like, I was going to say pathologically large, but that's not the nature Patholog- of the word pathological. Let's go, with it. Let's go with it. You have pathologically <laughs> large boobs. <laughs> it makes them sound murderous. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> They're murderous. They can large. be in the right context. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so I'm up for the back one because I need fucking, I need... So like a team of support. So are you into sports bras? Cause of oh yeah, yeah. Those are Always. those you can't take off. No. Yeah, like no. she's got to raise her arms. You got to like. It's a whole thing. You yeah. got to chalk mm-hmm. your wrists. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a heap to pull off. Those are those are on there. Yeah. So okay, that's that's fair. But sometimes there are sports bras with clasps. Oh really? Uh huh. Right, yet to come across one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I see. mean, there's not many dates where like they show up to the date wearing a sports bra. <laughs> <laughs> tussle That's... them out of it. <laughs> oh That's my so god! Funny. And so you, you you've lost the the one hand Ted dancing touch as well. I think that was just dumb luck that I yeah. had in like the first few times I did it. And then it was like almost like gambling the first time, you know, you have big, <laughs> beginner's luck. Uh-huh. And then like, as then that wears off. Yeah. Now then you I'm start like, overthinking it. Now I'm a fumbler. I'm like, just <laughs> get that. Or like, just, like sometimes there's those frilly ones, mm. you know, they're mm-hmm. kind of lacy and they're pretty, like they're kind of loose mm-hmm. and you just, I just pull those yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. It's got oddly sexual, but yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, you know yeah. what? We're adults. Yeah. You can tell we're comics because they're all like, no. Fucking weird. Boobies. Bazooms. Oh God. Wait, Steve, what's yours? My preference. I mean. Front for the same reason. Yeah, but I feel like those are a lot more rare, aren't they? I feel yeah. like ninety five percent. Yeah, because they're really not. They're the really not as good of bras, uh-huh. in my experience. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's why I've, I haven't experienced many of them. But when I do, I'm mm-hmm. like, hell yeah, yeah, <laughs> snap. No, that is nice. Yeah. Well, I, almost... I guess another question is: so the why isn't the clasp in the back just a <laughs> button like the? Because you don't want them to come undone easily while they're out living their lives. Mm. Would it right? would it be any yes. different? Like, when can it just as easily come undone in the front with a button? I've never seen a button bra. 
Well, I thought like the, the ones in the front are basically a button a lot of the no, time, No, it's right? still like it's the... It's still a thing. I yeah, guess I, it's, maybe it's I more... haven't even seen any in the front, then they're so rare then. Yeah, I, Steve's I, never I, seen boobs in his <laughs> yeah, that's what he was getting at. It's like a bag of sand. Listen, my conservative views are coming from me. <laughs> Saving myself for marriage. Yeah. Incel over here. Yeah. It's okay if you've never seen boobs. That's something you should be I comfortable hear with nice. sitting in. They're pretty good. Yeah, they are. They are. Um... Okay, <laughs> what's what's next? Uh, and we'll the do, last we'll one. do one more, then we'll get on to the <laughs> the last one lightning round from Eric yeah. Mickelson. Uh, Simpsons or South Park? I say South Park all the way. Oh, Simpsons, one hundred percent. Yeah, I like Simpsons. You guys yeah. are on Simpsons ever. Yeah, South Park. I feel like South Park is is more of a dedication. You're like, ah, I really got to sit down and watch this and pay attention to every scene. Mm-hmm. South Park or uh, Simpsons, I can relax to. Did mm-hmm. I say that right? South Park is more of a dedication. Yeah. Simpsons, I can sit yeah, back yeah. and relax. To. Even even with the newer seasons of Simpsons. No, no, God, no, you couldn't. I was gonna say because the consistency of South Park, I think, is, is oh, they're a better show. Yeah, better show. But like, I'd rather watch old Simpsons than pretty much anything else. Yeah, yeah. I think there's more brilliant minds behind South Park consistently. Sure. Like the webs that they're able to create yeah. mm-hmm. in, in every single episode is just mind-blowing. But then Simpsons is just so revolutionary when it came out yeah. and has maintained yeah. that tone the entire time that it's such a beacon of comedy. Where yeah. So is South Park, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. For me, Simpsons is just... It's actually amazing. So two Simpsons, one South Park. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, isn't it weird that South Park has been able to maintain its superiority even with like the political climate? Yeah. Yes. Because they still, they always trash both sides. Yeah. They always that's just call like that yeah. bullshit, right? Knew that that's why they, yeah. But somehow they haven't been canceled. You know, and I'm, I'm canceled in air quotes, like right. Twitter canceled. Right, right, right. right. You know, and uh, they really actually did, yeah. really impressive. They do get away yeah. with a lot, and I don't know why. That's, Maybe because they that. just came out of the gate swinging. They're just is like is 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 South Park the one? Did they get bipartisan? grandfathered in? Yeah, I think South Park might be the one bipartisan uh, political. Show. Yeah, uh. they're all yeah. They're like the Sarah Silverman of animated series, kind right. of, because it's like that's their whole brand is to just be so abrasive yeah. Yeah. from just every single angle, everything yeah. from every angle, and no one ever seems to get upset. No, like, I think they did in the beginning when they didn't understand what it was. Right, like, they're killing that Kenny kid every episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but, very, very cruel. Yeah, <laughs> but once after that, like they've been left alone. It yeah, seems. or yeah. like George Bush. Has he come out at them in some kind of Eminem beef way or something? No, I, feel I think like it was because of him. He started painting dogs. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get into this animation thing. I need to I, change my they, they inspired him to take up <laughs> yeah, art. <laughs> I don't think anyone's trashed him in the last 20 years, South Park. Yeah. They've been immune. Except for uh, the Church of Scientology. Ah, but, you on. know, that's, yeah. that's kind of their gig. Also Mormons. And gingers, Mormons, I actually. Think so much. Hey, yeah. I think yeah. Mormons just kind of took it in stride. That's kind of what I respect about the Mormons. Like, remember when the Book of Mormon? Dude, because they're fucking chilling. Yeah, they're yeah, just chilling. They've they, got, yeah, they they're got, set they, up. I, I do dry bar. That's a Mormon company, man. They got oh, money. Oh, really? Yeah. They got money. Interesting. Yeah, they spread it around. I don't know if they're spreading the fair amount, but they send me enough to where I shut my face. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's <laughs> I, the whole business model of the, yeah. any church, really, I imagine. <laughs> I just remember when uh, when uh, the creators of South Park, they made that Broadway play, The Book of Mormon, yeah. which is, yeah. it's, it's basically shitting on Mormon, but kind of in a lighthearted, humorous way, from yeah, what yeah. I understand. But the, the Did you actual- see it? No, I didn't. I saw it on Broadway. Was it really good? Amazing. I heard it was it's hilarious. Awesome. It's so fucking good. But the, the actual Mormon church took out like a full page ad in the playbook mm-hmm. and it's <laughs> yeah and it, and it said something along the lines it's like um 
you know, a night of laughter at the play can be a good time for everyone, but a lifetime of eternal bliss if you join the Church of Jesus Christ Latter or something along those lines. So they they really took it in stride and kind of went with them. it. Like yeah. I, I really I really respect that. That's really like, yeah, you're shitting on us, but we're kind of shutting you back. We're all having a good time. Yeah, I th- I I never I don't know I didn't have an issue with the Mormons. Yeah. I went to Provo to go film that drive bar mm. thing. Everyone was nice. They're smiling too much, but <laughs> they were all <laughs> there was a lot of smiling. Um, but they were very nice. They treated me well. You know, I'm not going to join the church, but uh, right. yeah, I'm not against them either. I think yeah. that's exactly their mo. Yeah. What you just just said yeah. yeah they want everyone to not have any beef with them yeah. and they maintain their own circle it's like if and you want to do the work to get rich. in sure yeah. but outside of the whole knocking on people's doors incessantly thing yeah. but <laughs> by the way that's your fault for answering your door what are you doing answering your door yeah yeah i grew up with a bunch of mormon people so i have a bit of a different view of it i guess but right. more or less they're incredibly nice right i grew incredibly up across nice. the street in the trailer park uh, from this lady who's Jehovah's Witness. And we were the first stop, because it's right across the street, of the Watchtower. We got the Watchtower and a 10-minute conversation with this lady. And she's a sweet lady. Yeah. So I never I, I never really had an issue with the coming to knock on the door. Maybe because I knew the, the lady. The Watchtower yeah. is, is Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness. Witness's yeah. like monthly newsletter. Yeah. yeah. You're a very reasonable person. That's how I was raised. Yeah. Yeah, my mom was never a big... Like, yeah, she would anytime we found someone that we disagreed with politically or socially, instead of going, well, that person sucks, she would go, why do you think that person is that way? Mm-hmm. And then we would just psychoanalyze them, which is probably more messed up. Yeah. <laughs> just going, that person sucks. But, so just asking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. My mom never trashed anybody. She would just go, well, you know, maybe they feel that way because of. You know, their own life experience. Uh, one of the, my favorite quotes that my old redneck boss who passed away a couple months ago said mm, was, sorry. life makes you who you are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that quote just goes for everybody in all mm-hmm. walks of life. Mm-hmm. You disagree with someone, well, you don't know that person's life. Maybe they, if you live their life, you'd feel the same way they do. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. That's a, I think that, that'd be a good segue to get to the main event. Uh, I guess we could have a basic talk about like capitalism versus socialism. But sure. you were talking about uh, your experience and your upbringing with your mom coming over. Yeah. From Hungary. I'd, I'd be interested, like, your mom's pers- – I don't know if you want to talk about yeah, – Yeah, but- my mom's like a – she was, like, pro-communist. And and once again, life makes you who you are. Mm-hmm. She grew up in a country where now the economy is really bad. There's homeless people and people are poor. And she goes, listen, you can say what you want about communism, for, but for the first 27 years of my life that I lived under it, everyone had a job. No one was hungry. Everyone had clothes. And there weren't any homeless people and there wasn't any crime. Mm-hmm. Communism falls – People are out of work, there's ageism, crime is up, and people are just generally less happy. You mean in Hungary or in, in Hungary. Uh-huh. And it's hard for me. How often to... does she go back? Uh she we haven't been back since ninety ninety one, but she keeps in touch with everybody there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. That's just her viewpoint. It's one person's viewpoint on it. Uh-huh. And uh my mom's not my mom has never asked for much out of life other than uh, you know, she's a hard worker, but she, you know, she's not like me. Like I went after a silly dream mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have wanted to live in communism. I don't know if there were comedians in communism. I think one time I heard a <laughs> documentary or no, I heard an interview with Yakov Shmirnov mm-hmm. and he was a, a, a Russian comedian in Russia during communism. And there you had to run your jokes by the department of jokes mm-hmm. to get them approved. Oh, so God. you can do them on state fund, state radio. Oh God, that's so Orwellian. And he said that they would 
actually get jokes through making fun of the government because the people that approved those jokes were so not funny and didn't know anything. Uh, they that didn't they get would the like make up stories about like there was like one story about an elephant and an ant that was somehow crapping on communism. But I've they heard that. Oh, that how's guy. it go? I, I don't remember how the joke goes, but they tricked that guy and they were able to say it on national radio and everyone understood what they were saying. They were all laughing their asses off except for like the people on top. They were so dumb they didn't uh-huh. even pay attention. Oh. So it's funny that creativity can bleed through and overcome like you know oppressive oh, yeah. governments. But um, So I wouldn't have wanted to grow up in it, but I see my mom's point. Mm-hmm. People had jobs. They weren't starving. Right. They weren't cold and they weren't homeless and there wasn't crime. But there isn't growth. Yeah, and but and towards in, the end there were bread lines. I don't know what it was like specifically. Not in Hungary, in Hungary but, yeah. but in so there was different levels of it. Like I made my mom watch the documentary Chuck Norris versus Communism. Yeah, which is a great documentary. If you guys haven't seen, I've it, never even heard of it. It sounds yeah. awesome. So in Romania they had a very controlling government. No Western media coming in. So uh, you could get Hollywood movies from like almost a drug dealer guy that would have these VHS tapes, and the they had someone dub them over in Romanian. And it was a lady who actually did uh, uh, translating for the government, like national TV. Mm-hmm. And But she was doing this on the side, and there was tape trading going on. Mm. And that's how people in Romania found out about, like, uh, other countries and, like, America and blah, blah, blah. And it actually helped fuel the revolution. And so I showed that to my mom, and she goes, well, okay. My mom also had a really funny take on it. She goes, yes, it's awful that those people live that way. But I don't know if you noticed, there wasn't any crime. (laughs) 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 That that illegal tape trading, that was the only crime. Except for the crime of murdering souls. (laughs) Right, right, right. And and oppressing dreams. Um, I mean, they had plenty of political – again, I can't speak for Hungary, but I know the U.S. is our political prisoners. So crime might have been down, but you're going to – Gulags, not necessarily for what we would consider a crime. Right. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And, and, but I made my mom watch that, and she goes, well, there was different levels. So I guess in Hungary, even under communism, there was still, like, American movies being played. It wasn't mm-hmm. as strict, but Romania, the next country over, was a different story. Right. So there was different levels. Like, everyone, I guess when Russia was, uh, you know, the USSR, and they were running all of Europe, it was still up to country by country as far as how strict they wanted to go with it, I guess, to a point. Mm-hmm. And so I guess my mom was happy with the Hungarian version of it. But I've talked to a lot of Hungarians that weren't happy with it. Yeah. They were stoked that it went down. It's just one lady's view of it, and that happens to be my mom. And so your opinion? My opinion is capitalism is great until we're I, – I think it's monopoly. I think capitalism is great just like monopoly is great the first half hour. Mm-hmm. It's the beginning of capitalism when mm-hmm. everyone's on the board, everyone's got a chance at it. But where where capitalism is now in 2020, we're at the where the game's about over. There's one person with all the money, there's one player that's kind of holding it up and then there's two players that are homeless. Mm-hmm. And it's the game's out of reach. Mm-hmm. Unless you have some dumb luck, or if the guy with all the money happens to bang somebody and you come out of them, <laughs> I, I, like there's no chance. So that's how I feel about capitalism. Maybe we could shake the board a little bit uh. so that two homeless guys can get back in. Yeah, but I think capitalism's great. I just think we're in the fourth quarter of a monopoly game that we need to start over. Mm-hmm. And Steve, how does that make you feel? Um, Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it sounds like your main concern, I guess, would be like the concentration of wealth in, in fewer and fewer hands. <laughs> yeah, well, because I had this weird upbringing where when we lived in Pittsburgh, I I lived in a rich neighborhood, and I mm. went to a rich elementary school. We did that for the first two years. Then we moved to San Diego. I went to an upper-middle-class elementary school. Then we moved to the trailer park. I went to a poor elementary school. And... 
this idea that everybody gets a fair shake and it's up to you to make your own action is great if it was true. Mm -hmm. But that one percenter elementary school I went to doesn't even compare to the middle class one. And holy crap, doesn't even look like an institute of learning compared to the poor one that I went to. Sure. So we're not all (laughs) starting from the same place. So if there was a readjusting of the board where we could – and I know life isn't fair, but if we can make it just a little bit more, mm-hmm. I think people could make more of themselves. Uh, I guess you're kind of talking about like the difference between uh, uh, equality of opportunity versus equality sure. of outcome. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think a lot of what you said is true on its face, but I think like capitalism, especially like in the American experience, like we're just we've raised our like standards and our bar and our frame of reference so high. Like mm-hmm. today's person in poverty in America is living so much oh, yeah. better than pretty much anyone 50, 100 years ago. And it, like, I think Absolutely. that continues and continues. So yeah, there's, there's more and more wealth being concentrated at the top, I guess, but the, the pie is getting bigger too. So like okay. what I make in, like, I don't care that Jeff Bezos has a trillion dollars or whatever. I just care about like how I'm doing. And it seems like I've put in hard work and it's, it's slowly but surely paid off. And I think you've had a similar experience. Like you mentioned that you had your best financial year ever. It's been, it's been great. But at the same token, I just like, I don't know. I wonder, cause there's only so many dollar bills, right? I know they print more every now and then, but there's only so many. So like for me to have the amount I have, how many people got to be face down in the muck? See, I, I would say none. Really? Yeah, I would okay. say none. Um, and you brought up homelessness, and I agree, but I think that's kind of a separate conversation. I think that has a lot to do with it. we don't do enough with, with mental illness. Yeah, Because yeah, I don't really problem. think, no matter under what economic system, like there are certain people like that person's not going to be able to get a job and contribute. Like, no. You know what I mean? Like get him a house or something, yeah. stick him somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think like, um, you know, a kid from La Jolla – going to the Gillespie school where it's 20 grand a semester mm-hmm. and someone who went to Alvin Dunn elementary, which I only went to for one year, thankfully. Um, I don't think they're starting from the same place. No, or maybe, maybe, I don't know some people might make no, the argument. You shouldn't have to start from the same place. Right. But it's like, but then we also punish them when they're only set up to make an X amount of living. And then they try to make something more of themselves, but they do it illegally. Because that's kind of the only other option. The only other option to get out of poverty is you better be good at sports or, or something. Like, you got to be, yeah. like, an athlete. And even in that realm, you're getting exploited in so many ways. Sure, yeah. Colleges mm-hmm. won't pay you. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully you don't blow out your knees and you're good enough to even play at the pro level. And your brain doesn't make you kill yourself when yeah, you're 30. Yeah, the CTE thing. It's just I, I had this weird upbringing of seeing both sides of it. I didn't even notice at the time. Mm-hmm. probably but i noticed the schools were crappier at the bottom end yeah i, I don't think public schools should be set up by uh you know property taxes because mm-hmm. obviously I, I agree with that yeah, yeah. The, i gotta tell you the elementary school i went to in pittsburgh which is the one percenter elementary school we had uh at first grade we had a singing a class where our parents would get progress reports on how our vocal cords were developing <laughs> and then we also had an art class with a kiln like we made mugs and stuff and it was such a, and we had a music class where we all got instruments. And this was public school. This wasn't like a private school or anything. And then I went to like a upper middle class school, which is normal. And then I went to the poor one. And I just remember seeing like a kid in a tank top. And I'm like, oh my God, we're in the hood now. Yeah. Like, it's terrifying. And it was a really bad school. It was falling apart. Yeah. Teachers didn't care. And it's just like, yeah, I bet you a majority of those students weren't, aren't as successful now as the students that went to O'Hare Elementary in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. 
and I, you know, it's kind of a bummer. I think I think that's know? I think that's perfectly fair and true, but I don't necessarily think that that's uh, a good criticism of, criticism of capitalism in the sense that I think our, the way our public school system is set up is kind of contradictory to the principles of capitalism anyway, and. So, how, Jordan, how much do you know about, like, school vouchers and, and things like that? I do not know very much about school vouchers. Okay, do, you, do you know anything about it? Um, that's when – is it when, like, a school gets uh, un- discredited or uncredited and then they get a voucher to move to another school in a better district? Basically. And I, I could be wrong, too, because, again, uh, we don't know what we're talking about. My understanding yeah. is, like, the basically the, the way schools get funding is, like, you, you enroll your child there and then yeah. the school, like – we have X number of kids, so the government pays them whatever the dollar amount per student is, right. right? So instead of the student enrolling at the school and the school getting the money, you just give the money straight to the parents, and they can shop for whatever school they want oh, okay. with that money. So that that is a more capitalistic version. That's more yeah. free market and competition and things like that. Interesting. And is that happening in some places? I, experimentally, and I oh, okay. yeah. So I don't I don't know too much about it, so I don't want to speak out of turn, right. but. Um, but that's. I mean, if it works, it's cool. Yeah, because I mean, my my view is like the, the more competition, the better, and and things that yeah. aren't good and aren't providing value should fail and make room for things that are. Sure, yeah. I, I I think I mean historically, any time a society has hasn't put education first, they they tend to fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and I that's why like you know the Bernie and the the free college. I don't know if it should be free, but you should, definitely shouldn't be crippled in debt afterwards. Right. When you're trying to make something of yourself, you're like, how am I supposed to figure this out? Yeah. You know, and I, I get it if I kind of get it if you're being a doctor, but you know, uh-huh. you'd, you're crippled in debt even if you're just trying to get like a bachelor's degree yeah. and something so you can go get like one of these office jobs where you hang around a water cooler and wear a white shirt. Like, yeah. That shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. You know? And that that hasn't always been the case with American no, colleges either. They used up. to be used to be able to pay for college basically by working a summer. You know? Yeah. But what happened is government intervention. The government started providing all these loans. And yeah. so the more money that's available, the schools know that money's out there. So they raise tuition and raise right. tuition. It and, became a business. Yeah. And it, it, I don't know what the exact statistic is, but I know back in the day, you say it was the, the like ratio to professors to administrators and all the right. other horseshit people running around the university that don't actually do anything. Yeah. It was like 300 to one or something like that. And now right. it's like five to one. So you have... You're just creating this massive bureaucracy just as a as a way to collect more and more government funding. So you make college more expensive, government offers more loans, becomes, you raise the price even more. And it so, becomes a business. Yeah. So to Do me, that's think, not capitalism either. Like capital no, it shouldn't be. It'd yeah. be a free market. But then, it, sorry. No, well, I was going to say. Do you think that is like? Because there's two things I should I think shouldn't be a business in this country, and that's healthcare and schooling. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, do you think we could get to some place where we put healthcare and schooling off limits? And you go go make money off of anything else, you know, sure. selling selling uh, books or whores, whatever you yeah. do, <laughs> but leave education and and healthcare alone, yeah. Yeah. and then go go sell stickers. I don't know. I yeah, think the I don't answer know is yes, and I think that that answer is democratic socialism. But I don't think. Do you think that's even doable in our lifetimes, or is that something that like that's going to happen? We're dead and buried. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I studied. Um, I studied political theory in college, just a bachelor, so mostly I smoked weed and didn't show up to class. But when, <laughs> but when, but when I did, I got you're, essentially, degree you're too, essentially so. the big Lebowski, or the uh, Jeff <laughs> yeah. Bridges' character uh, yeah. in, in Lebowski. Yeah, I'm just like, come on, man, if you really think about it, we <laughs> yeah. can really make this work. But, yeah. but, I got a poli sci degree too, so I guess we're qualified to, like, you would you like fries with that? <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, but no, I, but I remember studying a lot the feasibility, you yeah. know, of, of these systems. 
and from what I remember, it seems like it's it is definitely not something that can resolve itself in yeah. in one person's lifetime, especially how far down we are this rabbit hole of capitalism currently. Yeah. But I do think that when capitalism sort of falls, what comes is the oligarchy, like you're talking about. When you say monopoly, it's like literally we're trending towards just there being few very 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 wealthy rich people or entities whatever you mm. want to call them and then they run the they run the game they run it and then i think i think they run it until it stops even becoming sustainable for them and then it becomes a more scary version of that which is an authoritarian rule situation just power continues to consolidate essentially until yeah. the overthrow of whatever kind happens and then it gets more evenly dispersed do i think i think that is kind of what inevitably has to happen ultimately first I, and then yeah i don't know though whenever i think about it it's like that seems very alarmist and it kind of seems like it's throwing in the towel on being a reformist and thinking you can mm. just That's change it yeah. change it in you know like you said one person's lifetime right i have no idea that's what i think about that a lot if it's possible to really pull back from the society that we have right now that is so profit driven yeah and like you said even democrats are confused about what they even feel because money continues to drive right. what really happens i'm just as evil yeah <laughs> I, last year because of uh delta miles i sit in first class now and i yeah i'm i'm not as nice anymore i'm not it's like <laughs> the further i've gotten away from the possibility of being homeless mm -hmm. the, i'm the less compassionate I've right every step i take closer to a country club and a step away from the alley i'm like these people are in my way mm -hmm. you know what you should have told some jokes and yeah. been as damn entertaining as yes. I. <laughs> what a horrible thought right but and it's just naturally happening think, yeah. and i'm actively noticing it and uh -huh. trying to fight it right but money's poison. Yes. I know that's not fun to hear, yeah. but it's it's not good. At the same time, though, money was weaponized against you for so much of your life, too, I imagine, yeah. right? I grew up like... poor, grew up in the trailer park. I was never the original owner of any of my clothes. And so, like, this last couple of years of, like, making good money, I totally get why an athlete gets out of college, signs a multi-million dollar contract, wads up a handful of cash, and pegs someone in the face with it. Yes. I want to do that. With a smaller wad, obviously. <laughs> <clears throat> like, his wad is all $100 bills. Mine will be singles. Yeah. But <laughs> I want to do it, too. And when people see that, they go, oh, they're being disrespectful. They're being arrogant. No, it's not it. That is for every time they got poked fun at for wearing an Adidas with four stripes. Mm -hmm. That's for every time they had to go stand in line for the free food while everyone else got a little Caesar's pizza that they paid two fifty for. That's for all of that. It's not even to be disrespectful. I want to do that. Now that I'm in like the uh, Centurion Lounge with all the one percenters, <laughs> I want to flip the table over and go, hey, I've hated all of you, and now I've made it in here, and now I want to tell you I still hate all of you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... Uh, I call that whatever you will. I'm sure it's not healthy, yeah. but that's. I it's think in it's there. really normal, though. I think it's in there, whether yeah. or not it's normal or healthy or whatever. I totally get it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's. Uh, it's hard I, to expect that you're supposed to actively combat that too. Like right. you're doing it because you're a reflective and good person. But right. That's kind of a high bar, honestly, to hold people to, which I'm realizing. It's it, tough. It's especially when everyone's got their own shit going on. Like mm -hmm. they're trying to put money on the table, or money on the table, food on the table, yeah. and. You know, the other elements of self-actualization, can we really expect people to constantly be self-reflecting on no. if... Most people don't think about their actions that much at all. No. And I, and I think, like, more and more I'm having a hard time really penalizing someone for that because I'm not so sure that's a very natural tendency of humans. And if it's not supernatural, 
then I don't know if it's fair to think they're the worst person ever for not thinking, you know, how do I donate my money to like all these nonprofits or something? Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think it's a logical choice to do that though. Yes. Like the world is better mm-hmm. when there's diversity. That's the same in like science and stuff. <laughs> science and stuff. Science and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like in biology, like biodiversity, for example, uh-huh. like an ecosystem is more likely to survive the more you know, different kinds of organisms and systems you have. together in their little way. Yeah. yeah. So if you can think through it, it only makes sense, I think, to have a more socialistic society that has all these different kinds of people sure. and public support for everything. I think that's only logical. That's like outside of the argument of whether or not you're a good well, person. Well, I would, I would question but, how diversity would relate to socialism or capitalism. Because I would think capitalism. Economic yeah, diversity, uh, socioeconomics how that all ties together mm. just the concept i know that was a super like high fucking thought but but like <laughs> did you even, say a high thought yeah i'm not even stoned which <laughs> is the sad part this is just how it is now in my brain uh, um but i think diversity of i get, are you going because you're gonna say capitalism is what really like well yeah brings, the, the idea behind capitalism is like the free exchange of goods and ideas but it always right? winds up homogenizing it always winds up going into the same bottleneck of like. And how do we prevent that? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, if you look at. We're going to solve it today, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got about, what, 10 minutes to, 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 to solve <laughs> yeah. this? I think, I think we're close. <laughs> I don't know. I, oh, yeah, I shouldn't say that. Oh. Yeah. We can always edit it out. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe edit this out. I don't know. Whoever the next mass shooter is, hmm. instead of going to like the, uh, you know, the music festival or going to the mall and just shooting a bunch of people that are just like you for no dumb reason mm-hmm. why don't you go like go to the corporate at&t building go to the top and let, dude we'll we'll put you on a stamp like mm-hmm. uh, go <laughs> like <laughs> this may or may not get it yeah, yeah you might want to i don't know oh, no no I'm, I'm not gonna decide too if you wanted to yeah i mean I don't know. I, I don't think there's any one percenters buying tickets to my stuff. But, fair, fair point. And I'm not, I'm not saying eat the rich. I'm just saying if you're going to shoot a lot of people anyway and we can't stop you, <laughs> at least shoot people on the top that are parasitically keeping uh, the rest of us down. And I think that's what capitalism does. It twists people's heads. Into thinking you got a shot. Yes. It's dangling the carrot. Yes. You got a shot to be up there. No, you don't. All those people got ripped out of crotches from people that are already there, mm-hmm. and they were given jobs to do that. Mm-hmm. And I know there's some people that make their own situations, their own actions, but very rare. I mean, outside of athletes or if you accidentally invent the next pet rock, who else is coming out of poverty to do something unless it's in the realm of sports or or, or entertainment? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think a lot. Like, I'm not sure the background of, like Jeff bezos for instance but i know he wasn't born a trillionaire well he's an entrepreneur yeah like well what yeah, i mean he's, a- he's he's provided a service that that benefits millions and millions of people right right but i'm, I'm talking like, about he's enriched like, all of our lives with amazon and as a result he's gained right. billions of dollars yeah. like if we surveyed if we somehow were able to survey all the what we consider one percent mm-hmm. and and uh and we figured out who came from what background do you think it's more likely that those people came from affluent backgrounds or or poor backgrounds. Right. 100% mm-hmm. affluent. Well, we, that's well, my guess, too. I don't yeah. know. Right. But I'm going to take that. That was my whole shooting reference. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I'm assuming it's coming from mm-hmm. that. Uh-huh. So, And then uh, it makes you, I feel like once you realize you don't really have a shot, then there's all of these entities that have these quick explanations for you for why 
Yeah. You're not going to be able to make it. And the reason is never because we're up here hoarding all of the, you know, actual opportunities for you to do so. It's actually, oh, because look around at you. Look at the people in your neighborhood. Look at like, right. look at how fucking freeloaders, you know, yeah, they are. It's the, who, was it Carlin that said that it's the job of the rich to tell the middle class that the poor are fucking them? Yeah. Was that Carlin? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. that was Carlin. I can't tell you what's special, but I saw it somewhere. And it makes yeah. more sense. It's so true. Yeah, it's like, oh, why are your taxes so high middle class? Because that dude's poor and you got to pay for his blah, blah, blah. And it's yeah. like, really? Because you have a new yacht. Yeah. That's weird. Or people have an issue with welfare, right? Because they talk yeah. about like welfare queens or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you. I've seen two people in my life that were like abusing the welfare system. And it was... My mom's best friend, who is a white lady interior designer, who got laid <laughs> off her freaking MGM yeah. job and couldn't, you know. Th- if my mom is listening, she's gonna be like, "That is not how the story went." <laughs> 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 but like, but the point is, is she was very privileged, right. had recently divorced her like pretty wealthy husband, you know, took advantage and she of just the and she just went on it. And then mm-hmm. the other was another white friend who went to college. And just decided he want he literally just wanted to smoke weed and play video games mm-hmm. all day. Yeah. And then he went on welfare. Yeah. And the other folks that I know who are people of color that have gone on welfare are fucking grinding their ass off, trying mm-hmm. so They're hard. They're like actually poor. They're actually yeah. poor. Yeah. They're not just sitting there like twiddling their thumbs, having a great fucking time. Right. And how about this idea of like, well, we got to get the people out that are abusing the system, but in a way we're going to end up kicking off people that actually need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people about, just chalk that up to collateral damage or yeah, something. Yeah, and it's like, I don't, maybe because I'm a karma believer. I'm mm-hmm. like, those people that take advantage of it, they'll get kicked in the nuts eventually, but let's not screw over families that are actually buying food with that. Yes, you know? I agree. I don't know. I know, I, I, th- I agree very much with you, Zoltan. Yeah, sorry, Steve. I, I don't disagree. <laughs> Listen, I like capitalism. Yeah. If it wasn't for capitalism, I, I'd still have a day job. I don't think I could be a comedian. Yeah. So, like, there's that part of it, too, yeah. where I definitely like. I just, like I said earlier, I feel like it's the game of Monopoly. Mm. And I feel like we're, it feels like we're closer to the end of the game than the beginning. Yeah. And I feel like most of the players on the board have mentally checked out because they're so far behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that, what it feels like. That, that's depressing. an interesting theory and that may may or may not to turn out to be true one and day. And that's a completely right. uneducated theory. Well, it's, it's and fine. That, which we're is all the about theme that theme of the yeah. podcast. Yes. But yeah, that's just the way I see it. So yeah. I mean that being a theory like a hypothetical, but I mean you can look at like real case studies of like what actually happens in mm-hmm. communist and socialist countries. And I know a lot of people listen and be like, Oh, that's not fair to talk about Scandinavia like that. Scandinavia, <laughs> those countries are capitalist. They are like, nobody talks about that, but they're, they're capitalist. Like there's well, the, like Denmark and stuff, Denmark, Finland, Sweden, all yeah. that. They, they have a higher tax rate and not just for billionaires. That's another like thing that, that oh, we're, we're going to pay for all this free college and stuff by raising the mm-hmm. taxes on the billionaires. Yeah. The math doesn't work out. The way they the way they pay for all those social programs in like Denmark is everybody pays high taxes. Yeah, everybody. but then there's like a graduated tax which, which, level. Yeah, I mean, which is fine. Like, I'm not even necessarily against the Scandinavian model per se, but I just think it's it's not fair to call that socialism when they're right. capitalists. I Maybe see. they have a so better. What form. what is it? Uh, what what do you mean? Like, what so what, what are they? If, what they're, if the... they're not socialists, but they're doing what seems like socialist like programs in capitalism what's that called uh, i guess the mixed market economy i i, oh, okay. I mean I, I i don't know honestly that sounds like best case scenario to me because yeah. just in terms of what everybody wants uh, like you get your social programs in order like you said the yeah. most important ones probably being public schooling institutions and healthcare. Yeah, and healthcare and then allow people to still pursue their own ideas because mm. i do agree on principle 
that that element of capitalism is what's going to breed innovative ideas mm. and stuff. Like I, I, I mean, it's lifted billions of people out of poverty over the last century. Yeah, it's but good, it's, yeah. it's put way it more be... people in, though. Okay. I think. I well, think that, that doesn't, this doesn't make sense mathematically. I think it's if, maintained. If we have more people living on Earth and less of them are in poverty, then... I thought you were saying it's it's lifted so many people out of poverty. And yeah. I was just saying, but I think it's so, put more people under and kept them. I don't think that's the case. Maybe we should maybe, fact check. That That would be an interesting statistic if yeah, you guys want to throw that in my Twitter. That? <laughs> well, I'm I sure there's people, data. Because yeah. my, my understanding, and again, we don't know what we're talking about, is that yeah. as as the population... <laughs> it's so much easier to have like, like, arguments when you just get to freely admit your name. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I think from watching the news on mute, right. which is how I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> just at, at the gym and you got yeah. assholes on Fox on <laughs> right. one TV and assholes on CNN yeah. and the other and you mash it all together and you're like, I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know anything, yeah. Um, where was I going with that? Uh, you were saying, so we're talking about stats on oh, lifting people so out of poverty versus... The, despite the fact that the population of human beings on Earth has, like, almost... It's been exponential growth over the last century. Century, The percentage of people living at or below the poverty line has has decreased in an equal, I guess... On Earth, you're saying? Yeah. Okay, not yeah. just in the U.S.? Correct. Yes. Oh, okay. But U.S. also, yeah. I mean, people are doing a lot better in the U.S. It doesn't seem that way, but again, because our standards are so high. If right, you're poor in America now, you have running water, you have a cell right. phone, you have indoor plumbing, you have electricity, and all that. It's just the healthcare thing that you really yeah. stuck behind. If we could figure out a way to where everyone pays in and it doesn't cost like, like I paid the penalty again this year. Yeah. Because we're the only state that still has a penalty. Uh, it's a lot. Yeah, seven hundred bucks. Yeah. But it's still cheaper than five hundred a month for me to get health insurance. Yes. So seven hundred one payment or five hundred right. times twelve. But which... then there's also like what happens if you had an emergency and then I guess you have money now. So I, not enough for that. That's true. Yeah. If no, you wanted to be a good person yeah, and like finance your debt, you could. Someone told but... me their appendectomy, like their their mm-hmm. appendix burst, it was like forty six grand. Oh my god. That's all my. That's okay. So I just hand over my savings and I'm done. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like the only logical decision for even you at this point, which like you said, you're at the best place you've been in your life so far yeah would be to just let that money kind of be a burden on the system because yeah, it's like i, I can't pay that shit back i'm not paying that yeah it's gonna fall off my me? record in 10 years right i'll take the point on my credit which actually like that can't even prevent you from renting a place or doing something because it's like a medical thing yeah um, as so, it should be yeah I'm yeah not gonna pay you 46 grand. because it shouldn't be that no. much fucking money mm-hmm. either and no. yeah and the medicare system medical system is so fucked up with in terms of overcharging and just the like, insurance companies did that yeah. and that's a trillion dollar a year business and once that, again yeah like how much money do you need and right. how do you sleep at night knowing yes. that's how you make your money and all that started at least allegedly because of government intervention in the economy, so during so how war- did they do it before? You just paid a doctor cash. Yeah, I, I think cool. I think it was basically like, yeah. It, it, You're saying it was- all of the upcharges started when government- no, no, no. Just the idea that like our healthcare system is primarily based on employee-sponsored insurance programs. Mm-hmm. So you get your insurance through your job. Right. That started in World War II because yeah. the government put restrictions on how much employers could pay people. Because of rationing for the war or whatever. So oh. as an incentive to, to get better workers and still be competitive in the labor force, they, they started benefit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that there is that is true. How much of that is bullshit or could be uh, interpreted differently, I don't know. So yeah. I'd be real curious. But yeah, so I mean to me that that's just more government intervention into sure. the private market, which fucked it up even more. So I would say But when there was no government intervention into the private healthcare market, it was like through the roof. 
I don't know that that's the case because I because like especially in terms of education and healthcare, those yeah. are like two of the only things that like the price has gone up over the years instead of down. Like a, right. a, a, a car costs less now, a TV costs less, everything else. But those two things, the government is why it's highly regulated by the government. Ergo, driving up prices, making it expensive. Yeah, not, yeah. so taking taking competition out of it and and manipulating the market in that I way. Just, I just want to go to the and none of us have PhDs in economics. Yeah. So. yeah, God, I feel like the whole capitalism versus socialism argument though is such a different conversation when it's had from the lens of like you're talking about the principles sort of of government intervention. Mm-hmm in general pretty much when when it's kind of like it's kind of like pointing to failed socialist societies as the example sort of because maybe you're right and there are a lot of examples of failed government intervention Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean that the concept of public programs Mm -hmm. as a whole is something that needs to go to shit you know Mm -hmm. it's like we just need to do it better Mm -hmm. and i think that in terms of capitalism lifting people up it's just if profit is the incentive humans are not good enough for that to work out just hands down they're just not you know so i feel like that's existentially the reason why socialism needs to be integrated into a society in the ways that are important i guess well i guess my concern is like throwing the baby out with the bathwater you know because we don't wait have you never heard that i have but i don't know what oh, it okay means. okay because yeah. i only learned about this also like this year too oh, okay yeah. yeah throwing the baby out with a bath white sounds like a good uh <laughs> saying well, <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean if you want to get rid of your bath water and your baby at the same time that's a good i don't know um, <laughs> <laughs> um when you're cleaning your tub don't also so murder I, your child so <laughs> i think that's okay so i guess what i'm saying by that is despite all the the flaws and admittedly the flaws we have in the american healthcare system which i would posit is not necessarily a free market system anyway and is not okay. really the best representative capitalism that being said we still do have the best medical care in the world if you can afford it if you have insurance this is the best place in the world to be sick and i wouldn't want to fuck all that up by making too many tweaks to the system and and, and cause more problems I trying see. to fix the problem that's basically what throwing the baby out of the bathwater means right yeah, it really just comes down to a question of, like, effective reforms. Uh-huh. And, like, can we pull it back? Can yeah. we pull the profit incentives back yeah. to the point where it stops breeding all of this yeah. horrible greed? And so, it's like, how can you possibly imagine that going well? How can you imagine people relenting all of the money that right. they're unfairly getting? So, yeah, because if, if, let's say, the government steps back and they go, all right, insurance companies, uh, it's all you. Well, they're now used to getting X amount of dollars from us now. Mm-hmm. So are they willing to fight each other for less? Well, knowing I, that now the bar has been set. Here. Right. Well, yeah, you would which just is essentially what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I think uh, the answer is that would not go well. I would hope for more competition. I would hope that would encourage like more companies. more insurance companies to enter the marketplace and, dr- and ultimately drive down costs. Yeah. Wonderful. That's what I'm hoping for, like green energy and stuff, yeah. that that's what's going to save us. Is yeah. companies will find a way to make it more because you can make there's so much money in the green energy sector right now it's insane. Yeah. Right. But it's like people aren't investing in it honestly because of the Bible. I blame the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going with this? 
I think Bible. Republicans stick together, and it's all because of two issues: abortion and guns. Well, they, they all that made all the all the and old time energy. Republican money came from round one of Monopoly, which is railroads <laughs> and coal. Yeah. So, so like they're hanging on tight, man. They, yeah. they, they sign yeah. their signatures with a coal smudge, and <laughs> that's what they're into, you know. Yeah, totally. It's part of the zeitgeist of that whole, I guess party mindset group of people it's just like no we're coal people and yeah. we can't let go of that because to let go of that would be yeah. letting go of our identity which is why i said the bible facetiously it it's, no it's also like we talked and about that's anti-capitalist by the way the idea that like we have to prop in industries up and keep them going because you're going to put coal miners out of work like i think it was jesse said last week it's like well how about just retraining them in something else right. like if if there's not money in the coal industry anymore if it's not if it's not providing a, a value to enough right. people that they're spending money on coal then yeah. let that industry fail and something else will take its place like yeah that should, is should, very anti-capitalist you know mm-hmm. should we be propping up the whale blubber industry because we want to light our candles it, right. it makes no sense yeah you know? so it's like that, when uh, when they tried to save the cars like when they had the bailouts to the mm-hmm. car companies mm-hmm. yeah Obama got so much shit for that, huh? It was well-intentioned. He was trying to save jobs of, like, middle-class people that were about to go under. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it didn't work out. Yeah, Yeah. and that's, like, that haunts him all the time. Maybe not not personally, but at least uh, in how people talk about him. Yeah, Yeah, it was Mm well-intentioned. Well, I think most of those things are well-intentioned, but I think at the end of the day, like, you got to look at more more than intention. It's like when they bailed out the banks and then they just gave all the CEOs uh, Uh bonuses. Yeah, I don't believe in bailing out the banks. Let all the banks fail. That's capitalism. Well, th- those people are allowed to live amongst us? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone's good with that? <laughs> uh, we're, it's getting... You want to you wanna wrap this yeah, up? We'll oh, wrap yeah, it yeah up. let's wrap this up. Yeah. Um, um, well, we solved it, everybody. Yeah, I think, I think we, we said we were going to. I think we closed <laughs> the book on that one. Three geniuses here, everyone. <laughs> Every topic, it's like, it's so impossible. We pick such big topics. It's like, you need to, you need to have like a years long podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just fun to talk stuff. shit anyway. We should have so. just talked about Ari Shafir doing a Kobe joke. Yeah. And then. I know this is small and basic. Yeah, this is what we get for trying to do a consequential podcast. <laughs> well, I thought it was fun. I hope it was interesting to the people. I had it. fun no, totally. talking about it. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I think like the goal is just to give people a chance to hear people talking about something that they have differing views on and yeah. have it not and go horribly. And you don't have to hate each other. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not going to solve anything. Yep. Steve exactly. is my friend. Steve is my friend, Thanks, too. guys. <laughs> I like yes. you guys. I like you, too. <laughs> you should read some socialist shit, though. Oh, I, w- <laughs> I went to college. I read a lot of socialist shit. I'll read it again. Yeah. And I'll read some capitalist shit. I didn't read a lot of capitalist I shit. I will read the Communist Manifesto if you oh. read um, uh, uh, Free to Choose by Milton Friedman. Free the Jews? <laughs> free the Jews. <laughs> free, free, free the Jews? Free to choose. Oh, free to choose. Yes. Okay. I, I like novels, man. I'm not into these. Like, I've tried to, I, I bought a couple of books on, like, universal basic income mm-hmm. and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And it just reads like a Snoozer, textbook. Huh? Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, I was, like, genuinely interested in, like, the first couple chapters. And then it just kind of starts repeating itself, proving the point in different ways. Yeah. And I'm like, this reads like, a, I feel like I'm at school. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. And I picked up a novel. I have a uh, I have a Karl Marx graphic novel. Oh, that's what I bought for me for my birthday. There you go. And it's like it's like a comic book, but for Karl Marx and nice. like socialism. Does he wear like communism. a cape? Is he a is he a hero? Or no, what? he's just plan? got some big ass head on a gangly little body, and he's just uh. going around fixing shit. Uh. Just yeah, like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
we will inevitably uh, talk about this again and maybe have Zoltan back on I'd love the future it. as we well. We want to, to thank Zoltan Cassis for joining us. Do you have anything you want to plug? Yes. Uh, I have some upcoming dates all over the country. Yes. Uh, go to ZoltanComedy.com and check out my live dates. And then I have a podcast called This Week in Zoltan. Uh, available on iTunes and Spotify and probably other places too. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I cannot recommend Zoltan enough as a oh, thank you. comic Same, yeah. in person and creator. So, Grazie. Yes, totally. Check him out. Uh, other than that, check out our iTunes page. Subscribe. Leave a review. We would love, you know, feedback. Mm-hmm. Probably That's a horrible nice, idea soliciting but- it. But, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, yeah, we appreciate it very much. Check us out at the I Disagree Podcast. Yes, and on Twitter at slash the I Disagree Pod. I know that handle uh, is correct. Okay. Great. At the I Disagree Pod. And Patreon, like I said. We got a bunch of perks and stuff. Here we go. We did it. Cool. Mama All right. Out. Cheers. Bye.